You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic holistic physician, best-selling author, international speaker, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. Really excited to have our next guest here on Wellness for Life Radio because we get to pick the brilliant brain of a skin expert who's highly trained in surgical and cosmetic dermatology and specializes in acne treatments, rosacea, eczema, hair disorders. Let's welcome Dr. Stacy Cimento. Thanks so much for joining us on Wellness for Life. Now, I would say about 25 percent of my patients have some form of tattoos on their body whether it's like a little butterfly or maybe a little tiger on their ankle or even a person's name and you know what some of them actually regret having these these tattoos so for various reasons and and have even gone through some aggressive tattoo removal procedures dr cimento do you remove tattoos and and how effective are these procedures now Yes. So, you know, tattoos have actually, and thank you so much for having me, Dr. Bennett, here today again. Thank you. Um, Tattoos are a very, very common thing. You know, they've they've basically the the past few decades, they're they're the rage now. Um, But I think that we are getting patients that are coming to the office now are saying, you know, I got this when I was a lot younger, and I'm not sure if I really want to have this anymore. Hmm. So there are options for removal. Now, I always tell my patients from the get-go that, you know, doing with tattoo removal is a process. It's not going to be one treatment. It's going to be multiple treatments, so you have to be patient. And even in the end, we never promise them that they're going to have that tattoo removed completely. You might still see a little remnant of what you had there before. It might be skin-colored, but you might still see it. So, again, it's a process, and we use lasers to remove these. The lasers have now evolved over the past few decades, and now we have wonderful laser uh, treatments that we can use to remove these tattoos. But there are a few things I always tell my patients, and again, we're going into the summertime. So a summertime would not be a good time to get a laser or, you know, get the tattoo removed with a laser. Why, again, because lasers are light. They're energy-based. They're light. So when you are doing any sort of light treatments to the skin and you expose yourself to the sun, you have a significant risk of burning and scarring. So Mm. it's definitely like one thing that we would not recommend to do. But so very doing it effective. in the winter time, when when you're when the least amount of sun exposure would be the best to get tattoos removed, does it hurt? Well, this is what I always tell me. It almost feels like a little rubber band snap. That's what I think it feels like. Mm. It's not highly uncomfortable, and we do use topical numbing creams prior to doing these tattoo removals, so patients are aware of it. We we. We set a really good expectation of them when they come in, so there are no surprises. They know that we have we make them wear protective goggles because again, it is a laser and it could affect or damage the eye if not properly done so. Um, and after the the tattoos, the, the laser procedure is done. There's no minimal downtime or discomfort. But oh, they do have to, to refrain from getting sun exposure. They do have mm. to refrain for about one to two weeks from getting Does sun it, exposure. Uh, good point. Does it at all? Uh, Different, I mean, if you had blue ink or red ink, does it make a difference on how well you can remove it? The ink yes. color? Yes, so we find that they're, exactly. So we find that certain colors are harder to remove than others. And again, you are talking things like greens. We're talking about, you know, certain like red. Those colors are a little bit more difficult to remove. So for patients, I would say if you're going to get a tattoo, go with a good plain old black tattoo because, again, those are the ones that the lasers pick up easily and they're easier to remove. 
There are newer formulations now for tattoos that, are, you know, they've developed these uh, tattoo inks that are easier to, or to be picked up by the lasers. So if you're going to go get one, inquire about that. Inquire about the inks that are easier to remove with a laser in case you decide, you know, a few years from now that you don't want that. But again, it's, it's best to go with a darker ink than the other lighter colors. Right. Well, good. That's really good information because, you know, I've never, we've never had anyone come on the show and talk about tattoos. And this is really, like I said, a lot of my patients have it and this is good to know. Thanks. You know, I'd love to go jump into rosacea. Rosacea, because it's very common and people don't realize they even have rosacea. They just think that they've got redness on their skin. Can you talk a bit about rosacea and how you take care of it? Oh, absolutely. Now, rosacea, I suppose, it's such a, a difficult condition. You know, so many people have it. It's a condition. It's very, very common. Uh, I see it a lot here in South Florida because the sun does affect the skin and make it more, um, we, we see it more here. You know, it's a condition that's related to the to the blood vessels and, and the the skin and the blood vessels remain dilated and there's a lot of things that can cause this rosacea or trigger it so i tell people things like having you know spicy foods um the heat or over exerting yourself in the sun itself um caffeine believe it or not alcohol chocolate i mean it sounds terrible but the great things in life right but all mm. those things can actually trigger the rosacea so i always ask a patient when they come in i see their rosy cheeks i say let me ask you a question. Do you, do you blush easily? Or, you know, when you exercise, you get really flushed, that kind of stuff. Or when you take a picture, do you, does anyone comment that you have very rosy cheeks? They say, yeah, we know that they have rosacea. And there's different types of rosacea. Some people just might have rosy cheeks or just look red all, all around. Some people might get little red bumps associated with the redness. Some people just have a lot of little blood vessels on the face. Some have a combination. Sometimes they just have little bumps around the mouth. And some even have, have what we call rhinophyma. It's where the nose looks very bulbous. It looks very bumpy and lumpy. And we see that a lot in older men that have rosacea. So like I said, mm. it's a difficult you know, condition to treat, but we can get under control. And there's tons of treatments that you can do for it. Um, we were talking about things from topical creams that we use. Sometimes we do give oral antibiotics by mouth, which help to decrease the inflammation, so to improve those little red bumps and some of the redness. And again, there's lots of laser procedures out there now, such as pulse, uh, pulse dynamic um, PDL. And um, there's also IPL, which is intense pulse light. And all of these lasers can help to reduce the redness and to help with the blood vessels for these patients. So, you know, you mentioned something very interesting because in my practice, and I'm talking about the, the antibiotics, sometimes you use oral antibiotics. In my practice, often, very often, I find individuals who have helicobacter pylori, which is an H. pylori bacteria in the stomach, they often have rosacea. Do you see that in your practice? I, That's very I see interesting. It. That's very interesting. You know, we don't have any studies that really show that patients that have H. pylori have an increased incidence of rosacea. Uh, but it's not to say that I wouldn't think that, you know, again, remember rosacea is an inf it's a little bit of inflammation there. You have, like I said, these dilated blood vessels. Um, it would be interesting to see if, they, if there really was an association, but to date we don't know. Right, right. But but um, you, you did mention that you use antibiotics, which are basically, um, you know, uh, drugs that will kill bacteria. So I think that's kind of interesting how you use that. Exactly. Uh, what, right. Well, what we... Mm -hmm. Well, what we do is really, just to tell you, Dr. Bennett, we 
use these antibiotics at very low doses. And we use them at such low doses that they're not antimicrobial. So we're basically using them just for anti-inflammatory purposes. Oh, and believe it or not, just doing such a low little do- exactly a low little dose like that will help to decrease the inflammation and improve the rosacea. Interesting. And do you think that will at, at all at that low dose still affect the good flora, the the microbiome? No, absolutely not. We do not think that that is the case at all. And we actually do, you know, we tell because patients do, they worry about, they do inquire about that when they first want to start the antibiotic. And there's been no studies that show that it affects the flora at such these, these very low doses. Mm. And, and so if it's oral, would you do it also applying it on the skin? So I do. I do give topical antibiotics as well, um, and we do do that in combination with the oral antibiotics, and I think patients get a better benefit by combining the two together. And again, it depends on the type of rosacea that they have. So again, for Got patients it. that have that inflammatory rosacea. Inflammatory. I know there's so many different kinds, and, and in my practice, of course, I do everything naturally, so we, we use different forms of changes. Food, as you said, triggers it. Um, for me, when I do find that it's bacteria, then we use different kind of natural antimicrobial agents. Well, gosh, that's so wonderful, Dr. Chimendo. Thank you so much for being here. DianeWalderMD.com. That's the website where you can find more information about Dr. Stacy Chimento. Thank you so much. This is Dr. Suzanne Bennett sharing natural strategies for ultimate health and wellness right here on Radio MD. Until next time, stay well. 